Welcome again to another episode of the Seamless Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. Tonight it's just myself, AJ, and Red in the house. Good evening, sir. Yeah, it's me and you. Welcome to the Seamless Villains Podcast, the show that's often imitated but never duplicated. Right? Your podcasters' podcasts. Your podcasters' pod. Your What's pod- up, Justin? Your favorite podcaster's podcast. Yes. Ashton's actually awake. It's about 11. Wow, Ashton, man. No long time no see, man. In the, uh, in the tropics, in, in the Caribbean there. He just got a, a huge shipment in of books that he ordered in the last three years. It's been like settling in his in his cousin's basement for like <laughs> the last couple of years and then probably got enough to get it shipped over to him. Yeah, I actually uh, I know one of those books have got to be the ones I sent him. So yep, and and probably a box for me with all the hip hop covers that I I, I gave up. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, take care of those books, buddy. Uh, he's got so many. Yeah, he did get the last Ronin. It's like Christmas. Every time there's a mail call, like oh shit, there's I got books. I got Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's it's a nice feeling where you where you always. You buy something, you forget about it, and it arrives. Like, oh, shit, it's a gift to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you ready for the weekend, sir? Yeah, actually, I'm flying out to Denver tomorrow night and then hanging out with my sister, my brother-in-law, and my nephew. Uh, definitely going to watch them have their Taekwondo uh, uh, event there. How about you? Yeah, um, there's a small convention in San Diego, I was actually fortunate enough to get um, press passes for, so I'm gonna hit that up. I don't know if I'm gonna go both days because it's really, really small, um, but we'll see. Yeah, that like in the same convention center? No, 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 no. It's some con that I've uh, like Scottish something con or not con, but it's like at the Scottish. Uh, center Scottish something. Scottish art center, like right, that right there in Poway or something, or fucking. Yes, I think that's exa- that's exactly what it is. Okay, yeah, it's been. What was that? When did I live there? About fourteen years since I lived there. <laughs> Scottish right center. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know where it's at. Yeah, Denver is great, Ashton. It's uh, flat. <laughs> It's I thought Denver was full of like yeah hills and stuff. There is it's outside the city limits, but once you get in the in the mile hot into the Denver area, it's it's flat. It's on a plateau. Are you uh, planning to watch any of the uh, NBA All Star stuff? No, no, no. I, I I had I had plans to watch Walking Dead on Sunday since mm-hmm. it's the premiere season eleven B. Uh, other than that, it's just me and the kiddo hanging out. It's uh, oh, Red Rock though. That's in oh, I didn't know that was in Denver. It kind of, I think it kind of, no, no, Red Rock and Vegas is totally disconnected from Denver. Yeah, I think when I think of Red Rock, I think Vegas as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Red Rock Hotel, then the whatever is around the Spaghetti Bowl, which is the uh, the two ten. Yeah. Um, 
Are you just? It's just a short weekend for you, then, right? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, from Friday night to Monday morning, and I gotta once I fly back in, head up to the office because I got a meeting with the uh, with a CEO. Oh. Yep, it's my last day of getting fired. Stop it! Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> then I can pursue my dream of being a nobody and maybe start drawing again and maybe uh, doing this thing full time. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know what happened with Ashton, but he's saying F Rescue Rangers and F Seth Rogen. This man is ruining childhoods. Oh, the, he's doing the animated voice, right? Of Dale? No, or, or Chip. I think he's more of a Chip guy. Yeah. Chip was a Hawaiian shirt dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Dale was the more. Uh... No, Dale is, Dale is the one with the big nose in the Hawaiian shirt. Okay, so. uh, the one with the fedora. Okay, so then maybe he's playing Dale then. Um. Oh, he's directing. Oh, he's directing it. Okay. You know what? Then maybe it'll be kind of good. You know, he's he did Pineapple Express pretty well. I wasn't disappointed with his directorial debut for that. Man, Ashton is really hating on uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen here. Well, definitely um, check out Ashton's podcast, The uh, Undisputed Nerd, or the I... – sorry, Ashton. I'm, like, blanking on your podcast name. <laughs> yeah, let us know what your podcast is, Ashton, and we can, uh, you know, tell people to watch it. But Andy Sandberg is Dale, unquestionable nerd. Unquestionable nerd. Um, Andy Samberg is Dale, and John John Mulaney is Chip. Well, come on, those guys are reputable actors. John Mulaney's not a reputable actor. I think so. I mean, what's he been in? Bit parts. And I mean, you know what? His humor is not my humor either. Well, it's for kids, right? It's not going to be, you know, that's true. for us anymore. Yeah, but I'm saying just as a whole, John Mulaney's comedy. Like I've seen his tried to watch the specials, and I I don't find them that that funny for me personally. Uh, it's just introducing a whole new generation to Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. That's it. And 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 remember, they they already did a, a reboot of uh, Ducktales as well, and um, Gizmo Duck. Is Gizmo Duck a part of that reboot? I don't think they ever did a Gizmo Duck. Um... Show they did Darkwing Duck. Nah, yeah, they did a Gizmo Duck show. They did. Okay. The spinoff of uh, Ducktales, because we we got to see um, Launchpad McQuack as like the partner in crime. No, Launchpad was a uh, he was in Darkwing Duck. He was also in in a uh, Gizmo Duck. Small roles. Oh. They, they're trying to tie the universe together. This is a movie. Okay. DuckTales or Chippendale movie. All right. I mean, oh, I, I don't really care because I'm probably not going to watch it. So, <laughs> but Ashton, yeah. man, it, it's ruining. Yeah, he's, he's mad about it. You know, he has every reason to. And, you know, maybe, maybe he got slighted more with, with, uh, 
Uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah, what, 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 what's his name? Uh, the, damn, I can't. Seth Rogen. Yeah, there you go. Seth Rogen. But, you know, once, maybe give it a chance when it comes out. We'll, we'll see how it goes. If it sucks, then yeah, then you have every right to complain. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was right. No Gizmo Duck was in DuckTales. Yeah. And Darkwing, but he did. Gizmo never had his own show. No, Gizmo had his own show. I could have swear he, he did. He did not have his own show. Nah, not nah, nah, to go fucking Google that shit. I've never seen a Gizmo Duck animated cartoon. Well, how else is he gonna fucking, you know? Let's see. I'm looking it up right now. All right, we're slowing down the show after after uh firm. I mean, I'm looking up Gizmo Duck on YouTube, and there is no Gizmo Duck cartoon that I see. Fenton Crackshell is his name. Okay, let's see. Introduce the second season of the DuckTales. He later made a guest appearance on the spinoff Darkwing Duck. Uh Let's see background. No, man, you're wrong, Red. Sorry. Sorry, you're wrong, buddy. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Fine. I'll admit I'm wrong. (laughs) Uh, Um, He did HBO and Sausage Party. I haven't heard Sausage Party. I heard Sausage Party was terrible. I heard it was a terrible movie. And I didn't know he did a Santa movie. Did you? Well, he also did Super Bad. Super Bad turned out pretty well. He didn't direct Super Bad. Yeah, a little bit of direction of Super Bad. What are you talking about, man? He did not direct. He? How do you he put did. a little direction? No, he did not, man. Did Seth Rogen direct Super Bad? No, he did. I believe that was Judd Apatow. What? Where are you coming up with it? You're over two tonight on these facts, dude. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm beat. Come here. Uh, well, before we went on the show, uh, you watched the Peacemaker finale. I did. We got a. Uh, I'm gonna spoil a little bit. Um, yeah, spoil it. Uh, we do get to see some of the Justice League Justice League members at the end, and that's all I'll give you. <laughs> Overall, you loved the show, or you liked the show, loved it. I that show, I'm, I'm looking forward to second season. I mean, there's a, there's, there's gonna be uh cast members coming back, and I'm hoping one of them is judo, judo master, because the the butterfly story is still not finished, but definitely it looked like they've been eradicated. But there, I know there's a few more. Okay. All right. Um, Ashton's with you. He loves Peacemaker. I'm not going to lie, Ashton. It's been a long time since you've come on. You've watched us, but uh, I fell off after the first episode, but everyone else has been watching it, so I've got to jump back on. Yep. Uh, they're just they're – just... AJ is the shortest attention span, so if you don't get it on the first two episodes, he's just going to give up on it. Yeah. It got better at, at the third, <laughs> or at least the second half of the second episode. Well, what do you what do you want to grade it uh, on a comic book scale? I'll give it a nine two. Nine two, okay. Yeah, there's a little bit of cheesiness at, at on that episode just because they were using the the soundtrack was mostly um, eighties rock, but 
I mean, the story was well written, great acting by the cast, and uh, I think you know action was great. But you know, you 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 saw that John Cena wasn't even like you know struggling to to carry a scene anymore. He's he actually pulled it off. He got better as the show got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they're they're making Peacemaker out to be like the Captain America slash Deadpool of the DC universe. Okay. Um, let's see here. We've got Ashton saying that um, Bel Air is pretty good too. You know what? I I'm not gonna watch Bel Air, dude. Even, uh, no, I, well, first of all, I don't have that subscription, that channel, Peacock, I think. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Comcast for it. Yeah, I'm not watching just because. I mean, I can't. I, I, Fresh Prince of Bel Air was just too good of a comedy, and I I can't do uh, serious uh, drama. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. It's because it's, it's it's not really Fresh Prince of Bel Air anymore. It's it's just Bel Air. It's yeah. it's, it's it's really. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210 for a, you know for today's audience. Yeah, Beverly Hills 90210 or what's that one um that came out in the early 2000s, the Orange County one? Oh, the uh, Laguna Beach or something like that or No, that's the reality show. The Fox show, Laguna or not oh, the OC, right? The OC. Oh, the OC, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you lived that life. I did not live that life. <laughs> did not live the life of the OC. I could have swore you you lived that life. You were about that life. Stop it. Stop it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, the main topic for tonight, we want to get into a review of Batman Soul of the Dragon. But um, I did put in here as the main thing or or not the main thing, but uh, we would talk 80s heroes. So I want to ask you, Red, uh, you and I, we've got this uh, a love for the 80s and lots of um, 80s movies, all right? This is one of those things where, you know how like you see those comic book theories where like if you had to have one hero protect you or save you or whatever, for like a whole day or or whatever, right? All right, okay. I'm gonna put 80s action stars on here, okay? 80s action stars. All right, you have John Rambo. Okay. okay. You've got Schwarzenegger Commando. All right. You've got uh, Bruce Willis, um, Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay. You've got Steven Seagal, um, Under Siege. Okay. Okay, and you've got Van Damme Universal Soldier, right? Not Van Damme Kickboxer. He's gonna okay. Oh, okay. I'll give you Van Damme Kickboxer, all right? Because I was gonna go with Schwarzenegger, but Predator. No, you you can't do Predator. Okay, no, you know what? No, I'll give you Schwarzenegger Predator because he's human there, okay? Right, you have right. those those set of heroes. To protect you with against a horde of evil men trying to take you out. Which I mean, one like, do you see? Right? These are just normal guys, no superpowers. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Then um well 
my first choice would have been Schwarzenegger and Predator, but I'll go with the one with, with the one you haven't mentioned yet. Then, who? Merton Riggs. No, it's got to be okay. one hero. One it'll one. Be, it'll be Riggs. It'll be Riggs. I'm sorry, man. Uh, okay. Well, let's. Uh, okay. Okay. Then I'll, I'll then I'll go back to Schwarzenegger Predator. I'll okay. do that. All right. All right. Just to make it easier. Let's let's rank them though. I want to rank them. <laughs> rank. Okay. I'm, let me get the notepad out here. Let's see. Notepad. Uh, type this out. So okay. So we have uh, Schwarzenegger. We'll go Van Dam Kickboxer. We got Van Dam Kickboxer, right? Okay, Van Dam Kickboxer. Okay. Um, we're gonna get Rambo in there. Okay, Van Dam. Uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Well, we're going with the we're just John Rambo, the character itself. Okay, John Rambo. Okay. Um. I'll give you Schwarzenegger, um, Predator. Okay, Arnold. Okay. Um, and then Steven Seagal under Siege. Steven Seagal under Siege. What was his, his name on that one? I forget. I, forget. I don't know. All right. Keep going. And the last one was John McClane, right? John McClane. John McClane, aka uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what? Ashen threw out. You know what? Let's let's throw him in. Dolph Lundgren, Punisher. That's eighties, right? That's that's way eighties. That's deep eighties. Okay, Dolph Lundgren. You don't want. You just want to be a Dolph Lundgren, uh, Rocky Four. He'll get the. I mean, we already got Van Dam. He's he's definitely the lowest of the. I mean, he's got. He doesn't have any uh, skill sets as far as weapons, right? Okay, but there, there, there's like honorable mentions like um, uh, let's see, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he's not a killer, man. He's Does not a killer. A killer? Uh, uh, who played the? Who played? I mean, if we're gonna we're gonna start doing that, we might as well put uh, Michael Douglas from *Ranting the Stone*. Right? No, 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 no. That's too. That's not much of a thing. That's that's a good list. I'll take that list. Yeah. Okay. All right. The low. The one guy you don't want protecting you is definitely Van Damme, right? Eh, he's a one-trick pony. Like Van Damme kickboxer. There is no. Um, there's no weapons. Uh, Expertise in that. Nah, his hands are the weapons. His hands are the weapons. But you got Sylvester, you know, whether or not he's Rocky or John Rambo, I mean, he's deadly with the hands or deadly with a knife. Right. Same as Steven so, Seagal. Yeah, he has a pretty good inside fighting moves with a knife. Uh, Bruce yeah. Willis, he's just a brawler. But because his character was a cop, he's really trained. He was uh, a. I would not say Bruce Willis. I would not say John McClane was a brawler. He was all weapons. When when did he fight someone hand to hand? I thought he was fighting at least a couple of them when he ran out of guns. Uh, I don't remember. 
Okay, then we have Dolph Lundgren as Punisher, so he's all weapons. He's right pretty there. high up there. He yeah, and then Arnold, who who's pretty much commando or you know whatever chain of the military he played for on the Predator. I think I think he'd be he'd be my number one because he was more resilient and and smart about what he had to do when he ran out of weapons. He made his own, and he had to fight an alien. All right, all right. I'm gonna. Uh... Let's let's rank them lowest to highest first. Okay, Van Damme is definitely lowest, right? All right, so what? What? Let's let's look at it for a minute here. I'll put it on the, the chat real quick, and then you rank it out on your on your outside, and I'll rank mine. So there's that on the chat. I've already got my. Uh, I've already got my my. Oh, you got yours. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first, then? I'll go first. Go ahead. Van Dam is definitely the lowest. There's no way I want him protecting me against a horde of villains. All right, <laughs> there's no uh, he might if it was a, a a fighting tournament he might be my number one pick, but against weapons, no. Okay. Uh, next one would be Steven Seagal under siege. He was also a close combat, although he did have uh, arms ex- like firearms experience. I still feel like he he wouldn't be able to handle a horde of villains coming after us. No, he's he's sneaky like a ninja. Yeah. Now here's where it gets tricky. All right. I'm gonna go John McClane next um, because he has resiliency, right? But he gets hurt way too often. And um, I just don't feel like he has that overcoming strength that the other characters have. Yeah, he may be resourceful, but he takes too many risks and puts his body at, yeah. in harm's way way too many times. Yep. Now, next, here's where it gets even more trickier. I feel like Punisher... Dolph Lundgren, Punisher. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to go Dolph Lundgren, Punisher next. Okay. All right. Understandable. You know, he he's a one-man killing machine, but I just feel like when it comes to going against Rambo or Predator Schwarzenegger, it, it's on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And That's I have to say... Gallon, gonna... What was that? It's how they handle the Gatling, the Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I know your pick for number one is going to be Arnold, right? Of course. Of course. I'm going to go Rambo. I'm going to go Rambo because he fought. He did not. He did not fight an alien, but he fought like Viet Cons and freaking all the, the the Cubans and whatever it was. Fought in every war, he knew how to kill. He fought in his own country. Remember, just not 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 just first blood. Well, no, first blood, then Rambo, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. He knows how to survive. Remember, in, in first blood, he was being hunted by like the police, and he was able to pretty much evade them using his own survival skill set. Yeah, he, he's a guerrilla warfare, but Arnold had to fight an alien with, with cloaking technology. That guy was invisible, and he could see you running through the woods because of your heat signature. 
Like the only way you can hide is like diving up in a pile of mud. Yeah. Okay. But look, look, look. Ashton made a good point. Arnold killed one alien. Rambo killed armies. Yeah, but that one alien is has a, the power of ten people at least. Yeah, but, but let's not let's not forget. It's not like Rambo figured it out on his own. He had help from his his team that just died, right? Yeah, but so so did Arnold's team. They they were assassinated one by one by that one alien. Yeah, right. that, that, let me let me, let me go through my list. Let me go through my list. Your list. All right. All right. So I'm I'm gonna go. My last one would be Steven Seagal. Over Van Dam, all right. Okay, because you know he's he may have great inside fighting skills, but and great at one on one. But when it comes down to armies going at, after him, he's he's a run and hide, and then you know and re, rehashes another plan to get them one by one. Um, Van Dam would be my next guy up uh, on the list. Uh, you know he's only good for brawling and fighting, but nothing only really tactical. Uh, who would be okay? But okay, but why would you put Bloodsport Van Dam over Steven Seagal under siege when you know that Van Dam Van Dam's character showed no firearms experience? Because I think you could you could knee fucking Seagal in the head, you know, with his fucking well, not even knee him, but use his shin to kick his ass. <laughs> hey, but they're not fighting against each other; they're going against like a horde of people trying to kill you. I think Van Damme could take on at least 12 people at a time versus Van Damme could take only one. Seagal, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The yeah, next one would be, uh, let's see, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, okay. just because, again, like you said, they were he's takes too many risks. Plus, he's only one guy. Uh, next, after Willis, would be Dolph. Because he may be a trained killer. You know, there was there's not enough body of work for Dolph Lundgren as Punisher to really, you know, prove himself to, to, to make it past right. three. Uh and then the second person on that list would be Sylvester Stallone. You know, John Rambo does know how to use a gun and knows how to hide and and, and use that knife and and the, the bow and arrow. Yeah, resourceful guy, been through every war, fought his own country. Yeah, you know, well, he's got what five movies now with that same character. Yeah. All right, all right, and then yeah, then my top guys are Arnold, just because he fought an alien. So your your number one reason is he just fought an alien. Yep. yep. Even though we don't know exactly, like. Any how how he actually is with all the other, like, yeah, we don't know his, his, how good of a fighter he really is. I don't, but I I, I like the guy who fought an alien because at least then I know that I have a chance, especially when he when Arnold was also protecting that girl in that movie and he hit her away. Oh wow, he, that was a good, that's a good um, observation. He did yes. do that. Yes. I was going to say the reason why I said Arnold Commando is because that was more like he had to fight armies, right? He had to fight an army of 
people that kidnapped his daughter. Right. But it's the same character anyway. You know, there's no deviation from Arnold and Commando versus Arnold and Predator. <laughs> it's just the character name. Okay, I mean, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I mean, uh, he was okay. He was a submarine captain. I know he was protecting Erica Elaniac, you know, the, the chick that popped out of the cake, and also the the fucking crew of the the submarine, and against Tommy Lee Jones and a bunch of other terrorists. But he had the submarine to his advantage because he knew where to go. Yeah. Um, Ashton says, if you said Terminator Arnold, I would have been down. We couldn't, I, I wasn't going to allow Terminator Arnold because he's superhuman. So it had to be human. He wasn't superhuman. He was an android. Oh, that's I'm, yeah. Well, he had superhuman not... powers. Or yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah, enhanced. Exactly. Enhanced. He's a normal powers. dude. Even though he was yeah. like, he benches 400 pounds, yeah, he'd still be a normal dude. Yeah. All right. That was a good, uh, Good debate. I think our first and last picks were were switched. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everything else was was pretty spot on. I thought. I mean, Stallone's a great pick. He could be even one B for me, right? But it's you know having to beat an ar- armies of 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 you know less than trained guerrilla militiamen versus one alien, you know. It's a little bit tougher when you're fighting something you've never you've never fought before in your life. That's true. That's true. Um, Ashton is really going with the Dolph Punisher. He does. He like anybody any person that's gonna play Punisher should have that killer instinct. It works well with, with John Bernthal. Uh who was the who was the other guy before John Bernthal played played him? Was it uh, Thomas Jane? Thomas Jane. I don't know, too much, he seems like a too much of a nice guy. Really? Yeah. I like that one too. I actually like that one. I remember watching him on some kind of a rom- romantic comedy. I couldn't see him as a Punisher. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If uh, if I had maybe if I had watched Punisher just recently. I would I would put him up higher, but it's been a while since I've seen Punisher. Yeah, but I mean, we, we got to see the majority of stars in in that in that movie that that, that Stallone had made the uh, not the replacements, but the uh, the, 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 the oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, man, what is that movie? Yeah, it's been a while since we even seen it on TV. Hold on, let me find Expendables. it. Despicables, thank you. Thank you. No, Expendables. Expendables. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we get, you know, a little gently action in there, a little bit of a. Who's that British guy? Jason. The, the, uh, the bald headed dude, Jason Statham? Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah. But in, 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 in really, if if we're all just gonna go with just guys who shoot, shoot guns, and you know, Stallone and 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 Arnold will be the top guys that be in that. Yeah, battle. they would be the top guys. But what what if it's a guy? If, if it's just strictly martial arts, you know, if it's, in, if it's if if they were in a hand to hand combat, you mean? Yeah, hand to hand combat. 
I'm going Van Dam. I'm going Van Dam. The guy fought blind and he still won. True, true. If it's hand in hand, then I, I then I definitely go with Seagal. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one A, one B. I think. Yeah, but yeah. what if we had um, Jackie Chan in the mix? Um, well, this is a consummate '80s icon that fought hand to hand. Brandon Lee? Can we? I mean, we might as well put Brandon uh, Lee in there. He was in two movies: Showdown yeah. in Little Tokyo, and then um, Crow. Was Crow '80s though? I don't know. If yeah, Crow was '80s. It was like late. 80s and then rapid fire man rapid fire was a good movie oh you're right yeah oh good yeah then brandon lee would be the guy too yeah oh man Ashton, what are you talking about the parameters of this case that it was flawed. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's i mean we made this case study on the fly i mean we're yeah we're not gonna be that really in depth with it yeah but you know, you you could take this and then add it to your show, and and then bring us on board, and we could talk about it there too. Oh man, Ashton, you're going no way. I, I'm sorry, but and if we put Eddie Murphy in this, he would be the first one to die. <laughs> Eddie doesn't have like that that survival instinct. He, he's good on his feet, and he's probably the smartest out of all of them, but. Uh, when it comes to straight up like uh, survival, the fittest, I don't think he's Axel Foley's going to win. Yeah, unless you count his character from the Golden Child, he fought a demon. <laughs> oh man, if you're going to choose the Corys, you're 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 done for. Oh, you know what? What about um? Oh, I mean, I guess honorable mention would be uh, Keanu from Speed, right? No, nah, that's that's early nineties. Oh, okay. That's early 90s. Let me see. There's a list. 1980s action heroes. 80s action heroes. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. It was oh, John Claude. Chuck Norris. We've got the... Oh, the yeah. What, what did he do? What movies did he do? The... um. Oh, I don't know. They were all a bunch of B movies for Chuck Norris, though. He didn't really he didn't have any A A listing movies. Yeah, and then everybody else we've covered. So Chuck Norris is the only one person that we didn't really cover. But you know, in, in but we already have Van Damme, not Van Damme, but uh Steven Seagal on there. So yeah. that covers the white dude with that nose washer arts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> Van Damme does too. Yeah, but he's European white guy. Okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, Val Kilmer from Willow. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's going to the magical stuff. So yeah, definitely. Plus, you know. it's swords and stuff, and maybe yeah. maybe if if Val Kilmer is Iceman on Top Gun, if if he had a fight scene there. Everything might be different, but you know it was all airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Miss O. Good evening, Miss O. You missed a, a great de great debate between uh, Red and I. We're not done yet, though. We're not done yet. Let's see who else has we got on this list. If we missing anybody, still on Kurt Russell. From what? What? What did? 
Big Trouble in Little China? Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Escape from New York. I don't know. I, I haven't seen Escape from New York for, for a while, but wasn't that a little more like... Well, no, I guess he was still fully human, right? Okay. Uh, how about uh, Michael Dudikoff? Played American Ninja, Avenging Force, Platoon Leader, and River of Death. No, no. He just, no? I mean, if we're going to do that, we might as well use the guy from Jim Cotta. I mean... <laughs> Oh yeah, that dude was bomb. Jim Connor's a fucking classic. I mean, come on. is that the name of the movie, Jim Cotta? Yeah, it is. You know, he was, it was some kind of fucking uh, Slavic town. You know, a bunch of like um, cannibals that are chasing after him, and then he had to fight his way out of the town because he was looking for his dad, right? And I forgot, he had to fight him around in the town. Uh, let's see who else is on this list. Peter Weller is Robocop. No, but he's uh, superhuman, though. We can't use him. Okay. Uh, uh, how about the Swayze? Patrick Swayze. What was he in? Steel Dawn, Red Dawn, Roadhouse. Next he died. He died well, he didn't die in the other one, but he died in Steel Red Dawn, though. Or Yeah, he did, but you know, Roadhouse, he was... He's a brawler. Again, but it, I mean, he's 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 like fighting like honkies and stuff. Though I just watched that <laughs> recently. He's not fighting like guerrilla warfare people. Okay. Uh, the rest of the list is kind of a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, I mean, some of the honorable mentions are we already already took care of it. Yeah. Uh, for for our viewers out there, if you've never seen Jim Cotta, you definitely need to watch that movie. Uh, it's classic. Let me see if I can find uh, the trailer for it real quick here. That okay, way can we play, play that? Can we play the trailer for Jim Cotta? Yeah, sure, sure. Jim Cotta. There we go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We're a theatrical trailer. Is this the one? <laughs> Ashton, you can't have. Patrick from Ghost save you. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> All right. Let me share my screen. Chrome tab and then share. Okay. Let's hit roll. Hit play. Let me add it to the stream. <laughs> Look at this great, great action for right here. Great, great cinematography here. For the next two months, you're going to toughen your mind and your body. It's going to make your Olympic training look like finger paint. Anyone who enters Pakistan must play the game. If he wins, he's allowed his life and one request. We're interested hey, in Pakistan location. Why don't we send in the troops? Direct military action is out of style, my friend. Yes. There is one chance for one man. Any questions? None. His name, Jonathan Cannon. His title, 
world gymnastics champion. His assignment, a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, himself. And that's all he needs. Don't trust him. <laughs> the power of gymnastics, the explosive force of karate, Jim They are many sounds on the sky. Hear the only sound of axe. I am. There you go. Look it, yeah. That, this is the, the dope part. That was the epitome of like the movie right there. Where it's doing the it was. Jim Cotta. <laughs> oh man. Got to watch that. Kata. You know what? Uh, Miss So throughout Two very good heroes. Oh, we forgot the ladies. Yeah. Linda Linda Hamilton was human. She Sigourney was. Weaver was human. But she she played the damsel first before becoming the badass that she is known today. You know, what was her A name? Aliens was an 80s movie, though. Yeah, Alien and then Aliens were, were 80s movies. Yeah, so. Alien 3 became, it was like during the 90s, but it was like. Is subpar. I would say that um, you know what? Well, actually, no. Linda Hamilton was in T two. That was a nineties movie. Yeah, but it, it's it all started with that, um, and she she was on the way to be her bad the badass character. Yeah, but good pull on the Sigourney Weaver because even though she played the the damsel in Ghostbusters. She was a straight up heroin and 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 an alien. Yeah. And she was pretty badass and alien. So yeah. I would say I don't know if we can count Linda Hamilton yet because she wasn't 80s. She didn't turn to badass till the 90s. Yeah, which was 1992. But Rod yeah. Rodney Jumpman 209 comes back with Cynthia Rathrock, the consummate 80s badass, which only her movies played in Cinemax and like Late two a.m. in the morning. Yeah, she's like the American female ninja. Yeah, but what can we? I mean, what 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 role does do we know her as? We can't just say it's got to be a specific role, though. Let's see. Well, what, there is no specific what, Cynthia Rothrock role, and I think she was also hand to hand. Yeah, she was. You got to have uh, if you want someone to protect you for a whole day. You got to have someone who has firearms experience. Well, didn't she? she? She couldn't just be beating everybody's ass with a hand to hand. Actually, okay. I really don't know. I don't. I can't remember any of her movies. 
I misspelled her name. Cynthia Rathrock. What does it say? I don't think she even has an IMDb. <laughs> I think she still acts, actually. All right. I'm going to allow Sigourney Weaver from Aliens. Allow? You should. You should. <laughs> well, because we already have our list. So now we got to insert her in there. Well, as the only female candidate for that, I think she should stand alone. But as far as like inserting into a list, let's bring up our list again, which is uh, uh, Van Damme as kickboxer, Sylvester Stallone as Rambo, uh, Arnold as the, uh, I guess, in Predator, Steven Seagal under Siege, Bruce Willis as John McClane, and Dolph Lundgren as Punisher. Okay. Um, I would insert Sigourney Weaver probably in between uh, John McClane and Steven Seagal. Okay. No, no, I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. I did. I forgot the whole alien thing. She fought an alien. She did She's fight, one fight B. an alien. She's one B for me. Then she she fought an alien. Okay. Um. I'm gonna have to put her. That's tough to say. I I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Top. She'll be third place for me. Okay. And here's why. So. Like I said, I'm I'm keeping Rambo as my my uh, my guardian, my number yep. one guardian because he he's been able to he he does it all right. He he's been able to hide. He's been able been he was hunted and he was able to yeah to and do that and he runs and he could fight with knives and he could yeah. do hand to hand right right and, and he he's used to being hunted arm. and being the hunter as well yeah yeah all right I'm gonna put Rambo still at number two. Because I feel as though I thought Rambo was number one for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but Predator, Arnold, Arnold yeah, Predator is number two because I feel as though it, even though the aliens were more powerful, it would be a difficult, ta more of a difficult task to go against a Predator. Because the predators actually have minds, and they they are um, they they have thought. Whereas I feel like the aliens, I, even though like more recently they're starting to become more and more intelligent, more sentient. Yeah, exactly. But previously they were just kind of like these wild animals. They, they made it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh well, the 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 xenomorph is just acting on. Self-preservation and your your natural ability to survive versus the predator, which is already a intelligent being, and using the sport to hunt down, you know, prey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, Miss. So we mentioned Mel Gibson. I think he's probably lowered that lower on the tier as action movie action heroes, because because we were you were already six people deep into the conversation and adding Mel Gibson in there would have been a little bit tougher to, to rearrange the list. But not he, only that, but uh he we you wanted to use lethal weapon and 
That's a tag team combo. These are yeah, soul individuals. Four fingers without Bertal. Yeah. And and Chuck Norris, Jumpman, we already we already we already uh, satisfied the white guy knows kung fu kind of deal with a uh, with Seagal. Uh, sorry, Miss So. Uh, Wonder Woman TV show does not count. These are all humans with no special powers. Plus, Wonder Woman was late seventies. Oh, that's true. Was it? Did it bleed into the eighties? I don't know. I think we played a lot in the eighties. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the last topic, which was supposed to be the main topic. Nineteen seventy-five, um, Wonder Woman. How long did it last? Uh, looks like uh, it's like three seasons. Oh wow, that was it. That's kind of weird because, like, you know, back in the day, like Star Trek was like what only two seasons and it's three so, seasons like, for Star Trek. Yeah, it's yeah. so beloved. No, we can't count Ernie Reyes Jr. because his body of work, he was all usually just casted as the sidekick. Or... Man, you can't. Jumpman is now just throwing shit out. I mean, what what are you talking <laughs> well, I, about? I, I can't understand Ernie Reyes. Is like, okay, he, he he played the little kid in Red Sonia, and and then he played another little kid in Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. I think it was. <laughs> there is no way I'm gonna have that guy protect me from a <laughs> horde of villains. And then he played the uh, the the pizza delivery kid for, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Two. Yeah. Um, we were gonna throw in Harrison Ford, but he's more of an adventurer from indie, but he's not a killer. I mean, like I said, if we're gonna throw, if we're gonna start doing that, we might as well start yeah, throwing. You, in. We're talking about people who will protect you from a horde of, um, you know, like a uh, ninjas or or an army set out to kill you. You, yeah. you got to pick out of the out of the uh, the seven people that were already mentioned. And Harrison yeah. Ford just doesn't fit that description, because he'll just he'll just run away. <laughs> he's Stop an adventurer for him. He's an adventurer, not a um, not a yeah. killer. <laughs> and if we're gonna start throwing in adventure, I mean, we're gonna start throwing in adventures. We gotta throw in Michael Douglas from uh, from, from Nancy Nancy Stone? Yeah, <laughs> underrated movie, by the way. <laughs> we should do a, a a review of Romance in the Stone. A re-review? Yeah, yeah. I think so. We could do that. We could do that. Well, um, yes, but so James Bond during the 80s was Timothy Dalton. No, Roger Moore. No, Roger Moore, then Timothy Dalton. Yeah. No, well, was it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. So Timothy think, Dalton was one, one, one movie Bond. Oh, he was a one and done? Yeah. Okay. Then, they, then that's when they went to uh, Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Okay. Then, 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 yeah, I would pick Roger Moore over Timothy Dalton. But again, Bond is such has finesse, and he could probably take on probably a pretty good group of people. But with him, I think he needs to be prepared. He, yeah. He's like Batman because Batman just can't kill anybody out of the blue. He needs to he needs to prep. He needs prep work. Yeah, I, I don't think he could go against the guerrilla army and ninjas and, and stuff. He he's good at flat, uh, saving the world, but that's yeah, with preparation. Know. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, jump in. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sam Jones from Flash Jones, Gordon. He's, again, I think that's 70s. So 70s, and I'm not having that guy. I'm sorry, he's not protecting me by ward of guerrilla army warfare and ninjas. Well, you did have flying monkeys, right? I, I guess, but I mean. That was yeah. a classic. That was a yeah. classic. Actually, Sam Jones, you, you can catch him most of the West Coast uh, conventions. You know, he's a he's a pretty uh avid uh um you know he's a regular guest on cons yeah regular guest yeah actually yeah. uh friend of the show uh Ariel uh, had uh lots of uh time with him and I think they they had a report built a report and then she had drawn him something and then he he kept it showing it off yeah yeah. Um, all right, well, let's let's talk about Batman Soul of the Dragon, the animated movie that I had asked you guys to watch. Um, I know my thoughts. I loved it, but I want to hear what you want to – what you thought about the movie, right? Okay, I, I, first and foremost, I, I, the style of the animation, very reminiscent of Batman, the animated series, which mm -hmm. is all Bruce Timm. But for the, the theme of the movie, the story – I don't think it really worked out well because you know you're you're using these same characters now they're now they're killing and beheading you know bad guys when, when you know when we, us growing up in the 90s where Bruce Tim characters were yeah they 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 got shot at and 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 got beat up but they never bled to death or you know yeah, no one really ever got hurt yeah. yeah yeah but the overall story was great when you know Showing that how Batman became Batman when going to training, but at the same time it was kind of corny when he had to still wear his Batman suit with the people he already trained with to become this like all freaking ninja. Like, why do you still need to dress up as Batman with with all your friends? He's I still think... protecting his identity now. He's just he still has to keep up the whole. I'm the knight. I am vengeance. I gotta, I gotta dress up as Batman. Okay, here, here's my my rebuttal or my my answer to that. Remember when um, what was it the the character Ken, Ken Dragon or what was his name? Richard Dragon. Richard. When Richard Dragon was like, <laughs> can I can I say, can I say something real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. You shouldn't name a guy named Richard Dragon because you know because you can as a, as a nickname for Richard is Dick. So he's right. actually Dick Dragon. <laughs> I mean, that's all right. <laughs> so it's on HBO, uh, Batman Soul of the Dragon. I think it was just recently released. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. Exactly. Um, here's my answer to that. Remember when Richard Dragon was like, Dick hey, Dragon. we're going to, Dick Dragon, <laughs> we're going to need you. We're going to need that. We, we're going to need you in that suit. Remember he says that on the plane. Because <laughs> I kind of feel it wasn't feel really necessary. It, it wasn't necessary, but I think like I think because remember Richard Dragon has known him for for quite some time, right? And he notices that when he becomes Batman, he fights differently. Okay, good point. Yeah, you're he right. doesn't fight as as Bruce Wayne when he's in when he's in his civilian clothes. He's fighting as Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. Even if he's comfortable around the people, there's 
there's still probably some sort of mental thing where he's he has to stay as Bruce Wayne. All right. But once he's got the cowl on, he's fully Batman. All right. Good point. Yeah. Good point. I mean, it was a star-studded cast. You had Michael Jai White, uh, Kelly Hugh, uh, uh, Mark DeCascos, Mark DeCascos, and something Chung, uh, the the other girl that played Jade. Oh, Jamie Chung. Jamie Chung, yeah. and and uh, James Hong, ninety-two-year-old James Hong, still acting to this day. I was playing a good guy, actually. Yeah, I was expecting more of a, uh, you know. Uh, more big trouble in Little China, James Hong. You know, kind of squirrely old man, and you know, talking hella shit. But you get, you get freaking Confucius out of this character. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, Miss uh, No, Michael J. White. He, he's been, he's still doing his thing. I think he still comes out with like a couple movies here and there. It's it's really a it's a black exploitation theme. Set in the seventies, uh, but within the the Gotham Batman realm ethos, yeah. The way I, I explained it, it's seventies uh, black exploitation, seventies kung fu, with a mix of Batman in it. And it's not it's not a Batman driven movie. He's he's a an integral part, but he's not the main character of the movie actually. It's not, yeah, he's not, and that's so, why that's why I liked it too. Not, not bat Batman centric. Exactly, it's not Batman centric. But they they left it, they left us hanging at the end. Like, what what are they gonna do? Are they gonna finish it off with a part two, or are they, or that's it? That's it for this variant of Batman in this universe. I'm gonna say. That uh, without spoiling every anything, for those who are, who who are interested in watching it, because uh, Red, are you recommending it? If you're a fan of Bruce Tim and the original Batman animated series, I think it's a good watch. Um, watch it with an open mind. Don't don't go in there thinking like, oh shit, this is kind of corny. Which at points, at parts it is, but you you've got to work with the story. Yeah, and and it's meant to be corny because it's. It's a throwback to those 70s movies. So you've got to understand it's a throwback to a 70s type of uh, action flick. Um, but I would say that without spoiling anything, um, it's it's left it, it where it's like a one and done story because this is like, if this was a multiverse, then this is the end of that, of this story. Well, you know where it, it kind of had a theme? Like, it was a theme. It was like an undercover brother. It was like the best I could describe it. Like, it was around that same vibe I got from... Like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't trying to be a funny... It thing. wasn't, but it was still the same cheesy vibe. Yeah, yeah. Show can dig it. Miss So can dig it. Did uh, you know who I like? I liked Richard Dragon too. I like that character. Yeah, but Mark DeCascos, man, he's a he, he's a guy that came from uh, what's that Capoeira movie? Only the Strong. I can't remember. Yeah, it's Only the Strong. I started from there, and then he's he's got great martial art uh, backgrounds on it. But as a as a voice actor, you know, it's still okay. 
You know, they needed an Asian guy to do it because he, he's a Bruce Lee knockoff. <laughs> so it's it's great to see that that guy's working. Yeah. Um. After watching the or after watching yeah definitely after watching the movie, I looked up Richard Dragon like in the comic books, and uh, it's a white guy. I was like, oh man, because <laughs> they made it look like they made it seem like he's like. The um, like this, uh, like I, I thought that I've never heard of Richard Dragon before, and I was like, Oh, so yeah. there's this Asian hero that's pretty much Bruce Lee in the DC universe. And I was trying to get, I was looking it up, and I'm like, Oh, because I wanted that, that first appearance. I'm like, Oh, it must be, I've never heard of this character. First appearance must be pretty cheap, you know, Bruce Lee in the comic books. And then I find out it's like a completely Oh, it's fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe if this is a hit, they'll uh, retcon it and do another Richard Dragon. Yeah, well, they needed uh, the, their own Shang Chi, right? So you figure that that's a good start, just yeah. to switch up the uh, the Richard Dragon. Because yeah. if it was a white guy, I would have called. I would have stuck with Dick Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, what was you? What was you? Gr- what would you grade Batman Soul of the Dragon? 8 80. Oh man, that's low. It's it's good enough for me. I could, I'll probably watch it again. It, I, if I can get over the cheesy factor on there. Um acting was great. You know, the story was great. Just the animation just did not fit the story. Gotcha. You need, you need more gritty Batman, more gritty characters. And then you know, Bruce Tim's art is really just not bland, but not it's less detailed. And if you're gonna right. if you're gonna incorporate a lot of blood and a lot of killing, a lot of beheadings, it's, it's gonna take more to Bruce Tim. I hear you. I hear you. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a nine zero. I liked it. I thought it was a solid kung fu uh, homage for me. And I was like, you know, I came in with a very very open mind because. All I knew about it was the uh, the the poster or the uh, what do you want to call it? Like the you know, preview on HBO Max is like, oh, what's this? I gotta check this out. Yeah, but not even the preview, but the the main title that you see. You know, it's got that like old school seventies pictured art. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, herbs, herbs has seen it and that's changed his mind. What would you score it, herbs? Yeah, give us your score. Your comic grading skill score herbs. He enjoyed it on a different level. Okay, hmm. were, were you inebriated, high, or whatever? Gotcha. Well, okay. See, herbs is saying still very little, and that's why I loved it. That's why I loved it. I did. It wasn't a Batman movie. Oh, he's giving. He's right see? around your grade. Yeah. See. See All after right. he after he didn't like it at first, and then rewatched it again. You know, it, it's a, it's a pretty good bump from didn't like it to yeah, not a bad movie. Yeah. All right, all right. Always high, uh, my man. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I think we've covered everything tonight that we wanted to talk about. Uh, again, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way, you know when we're on. 
again, uh, I need to let you guys know uh, we're trying to hit 200 subscribers. I've got some books I want to give away. So please, please, please let your friends know about the show. Um, Red, what's the text lo- text number? Uh, 209-975-7597. Um, again, we're, we're, we're going to try to get that number at 200, probably more. Or We've been slacking on the uh, advertisement and the promotions for the show. So we're gonna get back on that, and you know, it's it's with the help from you guys, we'll get more people to watch and, and enjoy our little Ricky Dink show here, and get us that bigger name, that better, that bigger red recognition as the as the other comic book uh, podcasts and shows on YouTube. Not just that, but we're trying to dive into more pop culture stuff. Um, whenever it's me and Red, I always like to deep dive into eighty stuff because I think you and I are the only ones that are really. Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure Luke and, and Eman are going to participate. It's just I think that uh, you and I have this, this this relationship because you know we've been we shared it for for so long because you and I have been childhood friends, and we also in the same town and yeah. watch the same channels. So yeah. Our best friend was the TV, other than you and I. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I gotta reiterate. Watch Jim Cotta. You know what? <laughs> maybe, maybe we should watch Jim Cotta and then review it. I don't know. That would be something to, that would be really entertaining. Actually, if, if, if you could find Jim Cotta in any of the streaming services, I'll be surprised. I don't know who's going to be streaming such an old movie. It's not even, it's not even being played on on the cable channels anymore. You you catch that shit on Telemundo at three a.m. <laughs> It's not gonna be on Telemundo. Yeah, it's been on Telemundo at three. Oh, you've seen it on Telemundo. I've seen it on Telemundo. I watched the Spanish version. <laughs> um, do you ever watch the um, the uh, the um, who like who played out? Batman? Christian was that Christian Bale? Christian Bale, yeah. He had a movie where it was like a dystopian future. Where it was like Gun Cotter. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. I haven't. I thought you meant this other movie, um, Empire of the Sun, where he. Oh no! A British kid that his family got trapped in a Japanese internment camp. <laughs> no, what was that movie that he was in? Uh, Christian Bale, Gun Cotter. I'm just gonna put Gun Cotter. Really, Gun Cotter is the name of it? No, but that's what I called it because I was like, it was like kung fu, but with, um, or it was like karate with. Guns, equilibrium. That's it. Oh, but no, you can't. You can't beat that with Jim Cotta when it's karate and gymnastics. You can't. Jim you can't. Cotta. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great announcement from that guy too. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, Follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at C List Villainous Red, at C List Eman, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.